Thanks for joining me, Alice, on um, today's podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about our church pastors in appreciation for this month, which mm -hmm. is a pastor's appreciation month. And um, I wanted to start off by doing something different. And we are going to read this uh, read and response poem about our pastors. And I thought it would be a nice way to start off our appreciation for them. So um, I'm going to go ahead and start the first part. And then when we go to the second part, you can start and then I'll do the response. That's great. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. This is our only chance. No, no practice round, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do okay. it. <laughs> are you ready? Yes, I am. Thank you. Okay. Pastors are the spiritual leaders and guardians of our church. Pastors are the best. Pastors give hours of counsel and help officiate your wedding day. Yes, pastors are the best. Pastors are there to support you when you welcome your first child into the world. Pastors are the best. Pastors are there to hold your loved mm. one's hand and pray for you as you make preparations to mm. say your final goodbyes and grieve your cherished loss. Mm. Pastors are the best. Pastors are the ones who pick up your messages when you have a spiritual emergency at any time of day. Yes, pastors are the best. Go so ahead. unlike you or I, pastors cannot walk away from people who are difficult to interact with. Pastors are so loving. Mm. Pastors are some of the few individuals who are willing to tell you the truth about yourself. Pastors are so loving. Pastors know your sins and still commit to help you grow. Pastors are so loving. Pastors are usually the first to give up their preferences because they set the example to serve the flock. Pastors are so loving. Pastors do the work no one wants to do in the church, humbling, sacrificially, and lovingly. Pastors are so loving. Mm. Pastors don't get a pass if they walk in late to work on Sunday mornings. Pastors work hard. Pastors spend a lot of time listening to you to give you godly counsel. Pastors work hard. Pastors spend hours in the Word to prepare spiritual food for us every week. Pastors work hard. Pastors end up learning every trade in the book and have to wear different hats. Pastors work hard. Pastors don't get paid for working overtime. They can get interrupted when they're on their day off, and they often become on-call spiritual shepherds for mm. the rest of their life. Pastors work hard. So, pastors are the representation of Christ to love and shepherd the church. Pastors lead us to Jesus. Pastors are the guardians who help us to avoid the path of destruction. Pastors lead us to Jesus. Pastors give us direction on how to live in the world, but not of it. Pastors lead us to Jesus. Pastors point to undetected sin in our lives so that we can be pleasing to God in our holiness. 
Pastors lead us to Jesus. Pastors give us what we need for our holiness, not for our happiness. Pastors lead us to Jesus. Mm. And the last section, pastors can struggle with loneliness. You may notice that no one sits next to them in the front rows of service. Pastors need our prayers. Pastors can experience discouragement, especially if they hear more complaints than appreciation for their work. Pastors need our prayers. Pastors have to make hard decisions which impact the local body of believers and the church. Pastors need our prayers. Pastors carry heavy burdens, and they often have to carry those burdens alone. Pastors need our prayers. Pastors are also imperfect like you and me, and God is not finished with them. Pastors need our prayers. Amen. Amen. All right. So I guess um, there are a few questions for today. Um, the first one is, what do you think gives our pastors joy in their service to the Lord? Well, when I first look at your question, I'm thinking to myself, well, being a mother, being a teacher, I would just love my children and my students to obey what I say and to listen to what I teach to them uh, wholeheartedly. You know, uh, of course, they can ask questions. There's time that they will have doubts, but I always welcome them to talk with me, to have conversation with me about what I impart to them. So I believe that for our pastor, the one thing that made them really joyful in their serving is that the sheep that they're leading will listen to the word that coming straight from the Lord through their mouth, you know, in their preaching, in their counseling, in their teaching, that people would just follow and obey. And I know that our pastors, they always tell us, if you have any questions, you know, you're always welcome to come and have a conversation with us because that's one way um, that they can really uh, understand where the, you know, the, the sheep, where the flock, what they're thinking, what they're um, considering, you know, their struggles. And yeah, so it's just always wonderful to, for them to, to say that, to really not just say it, but they truly wanted to have that conversation with our, with, 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 with the people. So I think that that's one way that they will feel really joyful if the people would follow and just and, and take deep root in God's word. You know, not just, not their word, not the pastor's word, but the word that they preach straight from the Bible that the people will understand, well, they will at least obey, uh, even at times when they don't understand why yeah, yeah. God's word says so. Um, but they will just have the trust, take God's word as it is. And I think that for our pastors, they would just love to have that you know, um, yeah, just be able to witness uh, the fruit that coming from the obedience to God's word, because mm -hmm. uh, that because that fruit will display in the you know in their service, in their way they um, they care for other uh, brothers and sisters in the body, uh, even yeah. like how they would be the missionary, like with our pastor recently talked about, be the everyday missionary, have a missionary mindset. Yeah, all that's going to you know come out in their daily life. So I think that's going to make them really happy if we all do what our pastors tell us to do according to God's word. Of course. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. also, you know, when I think about 
what goes behind the preparation yeah. for the sermon, the message, mm -hmm. that, which is preached on Sunday mornings during yeah. service time. I think of like a parent um, preparing like a feast for the family. You yeah. know, it's like this right. is the main course of mm -hmm. your spiritual uh, food. Right. And, you know, they, they put a lot of heart and time mm -hmm. and preparation yes. into that because yes. they need to give an account for what they, what right. they speak. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think a discouraging thing would be like, if it falls on deaf ears, you know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, these people don't care, you know, mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. they know they're giving us the best. And um, if we receive it with joy and gratitude, mm -hmm. and they see that we are wrestling with it, or, right. um, you know, praising God and growing mm -hmm. in it, I think that is um, seeing the fruit of their, their labor. And that's why I think that's why during the pandemic, when they were mm -hmm. preaching behind the screens and right. they were preaching to the empty seats, that was yeah. so sad, you know, it's really like, sad. yeah, just, it's like, where, where's the flock? Where's the family? So that was, mm -hmm. that was, a uh, oh, God really sustained them, you know? Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. let's move on. Um, so let's talk about the heart of our pastors. Mm -hmm. Often we we see what they do. We we hear their words coming out of their mouths during the sermons. But what does all that represent? What have you, what are you observing? Oh, this is so much. I mean, you probably also see some of my notes. <laughs> but I just, I love this question because um, as, the, as the Bible says, you know, where uh, your heart is, right? Mm -hmm. There also will be the treasure, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that for our pastor, um, they truly uh, show us where their heart is. Their heart shows up in their preaching, in their counseling. Um, even, you know, like uh, at times I win, um, even their responses to the people, like you're saying, like the one of the one of the sentence that uh, that in uh, in your poem says that pastors have to deal with people. They're willing to deal with people that are difficult to deal with that we don't want to deal with. Mm -hmm. But even just that alone shows how much they love the people because they don't want anyone to perish. Just as they model after Jesus' heart, that they want to have every opportunity for the people to turn around and come to follow Jesus and be his own. Um, recently, I went through, you know, just some kind of, it, it's, a, it's a very small case of a struggle. It's within my own heart. But one of our pastors was able to show me that God's grace is sufficient. If God has grace, has extended his grace to us, including the people that um, are sinning, you know, mm -hmm. and who are we not to give them the opportunity to to continue to um, not to sin, but continue to uh, to walk with the Lord, encourage them on the on the side, and and walk along side with them, and pray for them, and allow them to continue to to worship and be in our midst. So I think, of course, there's going to be accountability, you know, structure in and uh, but. From there, I see our pastor's heart. They, they, they understand. Um, just as how Peter denied Jesus three times, but Jesus mm -hmm. how lovingly restore him three times mm -hmm. after his um, resurrection. 
and I, I was just blown away by our pastor's response. And um, it, it also really showed me that their heart is truly for the people to come to Jesus, no matter where they are, um, no matter what difficulty they're in or what kind of sin they're, um, they're struggling with. Um, our pastors always want to have every opportunity to bring them back to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and another way, I, another thing that I also observe is as we talk about, this is like how our pastors tirelessly uh, equip the saints, the believers in our church to do God's work. They mm -hmm. model that themselves, but that they also really like, you know, try to um, collaborate with people who have the heart and the gift to, to, to teach, to, uh, to, uh, to shepherd or to even counsel the people that in need. Mm -hmm. So I just see how their willingness to give themselves um, to the ministry um, so that more can come um, to know Jesus and to follow him. So I just, it just, again, um, it's so much to talk about their hearts and yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I do think whatever um, is said behind the pulpit says a lot about where their hearts are. You know, they're, mm -hmm. you can easily pick up if there's any yeah. selfish motive right. up there that they're looking for. If there was a, you know, mm -hmm. desire for self-glorification, which we yeah. don't see, mm -hmm. um, they're pointing all the glory to Christ and Amen. to the work God is doing. And um, I think that's really valuable. It's so mm -hmm. tempting to be in a position of power and to not take advantage of it or to be selfish with the platform, right. mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. for popularity or to, you know, find an easy way to grow your church, mm -hmm. but you know, they're, they're faithful right. to, um, really just do the faithful work of, um, mm -hmm. preaching and shepherding the flock, which is such a tire, tire, tiring thing. Yeah. It, it, it never stops. And they, mm -hmm. they see, the church at large, you know, they see us in all our flaws and imperfections. Mm -hmm. They, they see the toughest cases and they mm -hmm. counsel yeah. things that they got to keep confidential. We, we have no clue right. what kind of burden exactly. they're bearing. Exactly. And, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. do they go on the pulpit and complain about us? You know, mm -hmm. no, they mm -hmm. don't. No. Um, yeah. So I think it, it really reminds me of, um, the, the way that Paul wrote his letters to the church, mm -hmm. um, just like so much love and affection and it, it's demonstrated through mm -hmm. the humble acts mm -hmm. of committing to us right. as um, this local body. Mm. And then also I think they, they lead by example, mm -hmm. you know, they, they lead do. by being the first to step up and serve and, right. um, yeah, it's just, it's just mm -hmm. so precious. It's so valuable. You know, yeah, each, yeah. each one of our pastors, I look at them and they, um, they value unity. Mm -hmm. They do. That, that's, that, that's such a rare thing too. Cause yes, you know, yes. when you go, when you grow together, you go slower. Mm -hmm. You got to include everyone, everyone's right. input. You don't leave people out. And then mm -hmm. you're just honoring, we're, we're becoming that church that Jesus yeah. wanted us to um to show mm. his glory is through the unified yes. church you know so yes. i appreciate that so much about mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. where our pastors are 
Mm-hmm. Let, yeah. Let's move on. So let, let's close this conversation mm-hmm. and talk about the most loving thing we as church members can do mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. show our love for the pastors and, and support them. And mm-hmm. I, um, this is a really important one to me, um, specifically because I feel like it's really easy if you're looking at the church from your own personal lens to maybe see a shortage and start complaining and saying, why can't we do this? And I have this personal conviction that unless we commit our complaints to the Lord in prayer, we have no, mm-hmm. no, no real reason to complain. You know, I think complaining is showing our selfishness. Right. Um, right. And I feel mm-hmm. like when we pray, when we commit to praying, God actually changes our hearts and shows us what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So what are some of the things that you pray Mm -hmm. for our pastors about? And I'll share Um, with you mine after. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, when I look at that question, first thing that popped in my mind is that, oh, I didn't write it down because later I I meditate some more. Um, Actually, one thing I pray for them that they will surrender all to to God, uh, including the success of their ministry of this church. I remember uh, Pastor Albert once in the staff meeting, staff meeting, he said that uh, this one pastor was asked, you know, what is the greatest prayer that a pastor would need? Mm-hmm. And the answer is that they will pray that other churches around, other churches in the area will be more successful than his own church. Mm-hmm. So that just means like, you know, that, um, yeah. that the pastors will stay humble and, yeah, and continue yeah. to pursue God and really depend on the spirit, yeah. not his, not himself to, you know, to shepherd, to feed the, the sheep, the flock. Um, so that really struck me. And so mm-hmm. I, my prayer, the first thing is that they would accept um, God's, even God's incomprehensible will in times that, you know, more than so-called their expectation of favor favorable outcome because i think a lot of time even for myself right i put in so much work i put in so much time so much effort and things should pan out the way that i expect in this way right but then in god's ultimate wisdom and in his perfect will things might not always pan out the way that i want because god mm-hmm. has his again ultimate perfect will yeah and even in that moment i pray that our pastors will surrender all this to the lord so that they will continue to walk humbly with the lord and be able to shepherd the sheep as god called them to so that's my foremost important prayer for our pastor of course the other ones too but i'll hear yours first (laughs) (laughs) i personally don't usually ask god generic things like oh bless this pastor or like Mm. let this pastor be successful i i care more about like their the well-being of their soul and if there's you know a heaviness or things that aren't cleared with the lord um Mm. struggles i care about those things and Mm -hmm. i like to take those to the lord because those are usually the things they can't share with the church they can't Mm. they can't tell us when they're struggling Mm. um you know, they're too selfless to complain. Mm. And so I, I, what's important to me is that their soul is restored and they get to Mm. find that spiritual rest by um, being in that constant relationship to be shepherded themselves Mm. by Christ. Um, I just feel like they carry so many burdens and it's, it's hard to 
give those burdens back to the Lord and say, well, these are not mine. This is your church, Lord, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's something I constantly mm. look for. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's, I, I agree with you. That spiritual rest in, um, is kind of connect to what I shared earlier. I think that again, um, how can they, uh, how would they be able to really, um, be strong, you know, for the, yeah. for the body, right? And yeah. then the, how can they take delight in yeah. God's promises and that they have to have very intimate uh, relationship with Christ themselves yeah. to start with. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I, I'm I grateful that you pray for our pastors in such a way. And then like you're saying, the heavy burdens, they they, they, they cannot share with any of us, with, yeah. any, with any of us, you know. Um, yeah, but with the Lord and also their accountability, you know, other partner that they have. So I'm grateful for that. But I also want to pray for, I do also pray for God's protection over their family because I know that being a pastor, how do we have a good balance between ministry and family? Family has always come first. The Mm -hmm. the marital relationship, their uh, parent-child relationship, you know, with their children. And also they have their, they have elderly parents as well or maybe non-believing family members in their own family or in their household, all of that, you know, how is there, um, how are they going to balance that, right, between the ministry and the family? Yeah. So I think that yeah. really pray for God's uh, protection yeah. over their health and all that. It's um, yes. also in my prayer as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it takes so much wisdom and discernment because mm-hmm. they, at any time of day, even yeah. during family time, yeah. they can get a phone call. and then these people don't think about the fact Mm -hmm. that they have their own families to serve and it it takes wisdom and courage to Mm. make a decision about Mm. which need to fill right exactly i just feel like that's a constant where do you draw the line and Mm. say you know this is my boundary that right right and i love our pastor's wives too they're just amazing Oh, amazing yeah. women yeah. because that's a special calling as well oh yeah yeah <laughs> they're, serving, special they're serving the church too exactly like giving yeah. their their spouse to the the service right. of the church right, right. Yeah. yeah so also pray for their spiritual health as well so yeah, yeah it's just yeah god is good but uh you know but the struggles are so real you know, so mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. pray for them and also pray that God will multiply, um, you know, um, wisdom and strength and grace and sermon prep time for our pastors. Like I said, they can be in the middle of preparing the sermon and the phone call come in. So and so's, you know, parent is dying in the hospital. They, yeah. They yeah. need a visit or so and so has some family issue that they need the pastor's presence. Yeah. You know, so and so's child is committing suicide or has committed suicide the parents need comfort they need the pastor to be there all this like you're saying leslie it's nothing within their expectation but yet god gave them such calling they are they carry out their calling by being there for the sheep for the for the flock so yeah i just pray that god will multiply the time the help the wisdom for them so that they are able to yeah be strong and still be able to um carry out God's calling for them in the midst yeah. of all this unexpected, you know, needs. Um, yeah, God is good. And pray that they would fully trust God with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so much, mm. so much more to talk about, but yeah. I think we'll just end here. 
Great. Um, I think this is just an exhortation to the rest of the church that, um, yeah, that we want to be a church that loves our pastors, yes. supports them, and is committed to follow mm -hmm. their lead because God has sovereignly placed them over us to yes. be our um, spiritual authority mm -hmm. and to lead us to the most important place in our walks with Christ. Amen. So, Amen. yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining me tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful. Okay.